Hey, just a brief word of encouragement here. I'm, uh, I'm going to be heading off to the nursing home soon. We do a couple of nursing home ministries on Friday, uh, myself and a few other folks. And a uh, passage we'll be sharing on today in uh, devotional time. What we do is we sing a few hymns and and, uh, and share a devotional with the seniors there and, of course, the staff that sits in as well. And uh, a passage I was going to share on today is one that has, uh, as of late, been just a great reminder of the hope that we have as believers. It, 2 Peter 3.13, we, uh, according to his promise, uh, you know, are living in this hope of this new heavens and new earth wherein righteousness reigns. Uh, we, believers, those who are recipients of the promise, those who are the redeemed because of the finished work of Christ on the cross and who by faith have appropriated that and are looking forward to seeing him and spending eternity with him, um, there is... The idea of the new heavens and the new earth is something that the early believers uh, lived with. They were living in an expectation of the world that they knew coming to an end. Uh, you know, very much like Jesus, uh, you know, um, encouraged, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That'll take place in the millennium. But even after the millennium, there's a new heavens and a new earth that will take place where righteousness reigns, righteousness dwells. The idea of dwelling is that of uh, of enduring, of, of you know, it's, it's a word that is used when referring to husbands and wives in Peter's writing. Uh, the idea of dwelling with your wife with understanding. This idea that uh, there is a growing sense of understanding and experience together. Uh, and that same concept is in view here when it comes to righteousness pervading, being our daily experience in the presence of God. I don't know about you, uh, and I hope this is true of you. But I really am looking forward to that. You know, there's a lot of things in life that I really do enjoy, but this world is every day falling apart, uh, deteriorating, uh, morality is collapsing, economies are falling apart. There's a very decided move toward a one world government that uh, will be ultimately overseen and run by Antichrist, where people will be required to take marks, a mark of the beast in order to buy and sell, and they'll be worshiping him. This whole world is heading in a really awful direction. And Jesus, of course, warned us that this would be coming before he came. So when we see what's going on around us, you know, there's a natural tendency to sort of try and push aside those kinds of things and rather just dwell on the positives, as it were. I, I can totally understand that. And, and to be honest with you, I kind of like doing that myself when I consider uh, everything that's wrong with the world, I like to just sort of rejoice in the good things that God has made here that still continue to uh, shine through even all that darkness. But I am so thankful that this is not what we were ultimately made for. This is not the world that you and I were really created for. It's the one that's to come. That's the one that we ultimately are making our way toward. And we should do so gladly and joyfully knowing that that's the place that you and I ultimately were designed for. We were fit, ultimately, created with eternity in mind. And one day that's going to come, and we're going to find ourselves there, uh, in that place, that new heavens and new earth, uh, with the Lord, personally, in, you know, in proximity and that kind of thing. Uh, I'm very, very excited about that. I look forward to that on a daily basis. I am excited about the future that God has designed uh, you and I for. And so, you know, Peter shared that in his writing. It was actually part of the last, uh, the second letter they wrote, the last sort of investment that he made in writing to, you know, to the saints. And, and, uh, and it's a great, great word of hope. And it's something that he expected to sort of invade their daily thinking then 
and my hope is that it would invade our daily thinking today. That this is not the world we were ultimately made for. This is not the world that was built to last. It's only for a time, but one day soon, we're gonna see him face to face, and one day, he will create a new heavens and a new earth where there will be no more deterioration. There'll be obviously no sin. There will be nothing that diminishes the grandness, glory, and beauty of what God has made and what he has made us for. And so uh, the Lord help us and the Holy Spirit fill us to overflowing, flood our minds with these thoughts, with these, after all, it was the Holy Spirit who inspired that, uh, that word, right? So uh, may he drive within our own hearts and minds that deep desire even more than just expectation, not just we know it's gonna happen one day and that's good enough, but to long for that. Because when we do, that changes our attitude and our mindset in how we approach this world and how we approach the things that matter in this world, the relationships with one another and with God, of course. Uh, that longing and deep desire to be with him really does change everything. I think that's what Peter intended when he wrote those words to the believers then. And that's certainly uh, what we can take from it even in our day. So again, just a brief word of encouragement. You know, I don't know when Jesus is coming to snatch us away, but I do believe it could be any moment. Uh, but I do know that once that happens in that final set of circumstances that we read about in Scripture in places like uh, throughout the book of Revelation, we read about it, uh, of course, in Jesus' own um, ministry when he spoke about it. We read about it in some of Paul's writings and uh, Jude's writings and Peter's writings and John's writings and and so much we just know that this the the pin's going to be pulled and these things will all begin to unfold but that's where it ends with a new heavens and a new earth wherein righteousness dwells praise god father we thank you for the hope and the future that is yet ahead we thank you for the purity and the beauty the majesty the glory the magnificence lord of all that you have in store already in your mind ready to, to just unleash and to unfold and to uh, to bring about father we thank you for the grandness and scope of what it is that we will get to experience as your sons and daughters and we thank you that jesus has ultimately made that a sure thing for us by faith we have come to believe that he is not only is the lord but that he has taken away our sin that he has paid and died for all of our sin past present and future and that because he has taken these things away we now stand pure and holy in your sight and one day that will be physically realized when we get our glorified bodies but what that ultimately culminates in is something we're so thankful for where we will be with you for eternity you are what makes heaven heaven and we just want to be there we want to be with you we want to experience what you have in store and we want to just live daily now with anticipation and longing and expectation with deep desire to see these things come about father help us not to be so attached to anything in this world that that hope is diminished even the slightest bit but rather help us like those first century believers were encouraged to be to be living every day with the possibility that we might see you and finally uh, begin to realize fully that which you created us for and redeemed us for thank you father for this flood again our minds with these kinds of thoughts in this day and let them constantly be let our minds constantly be filled with this and these kinds of thoughts in all the days that lie ahead until we see them fulfilled uh, for yours is the, the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and we just so long to see you in all of your majesty thank you father for all of this in jesus name